0: Listen, it's a uh, Coffee Break with Ernest. I'm glad to have you guys here. Uh, this is season three, episode two. I feel like the seasons kind of run in together. Y'all know I'm a little quirky and, and everything as well, because I got a haircut for you guys because they were putting me on camera. I was looking like a whole bear. I mean, just think about like Winnie the Pooh and grabbing honey. And out of the jar and everything like that. Like my hair was curled. Even my beard was curled up. I say, Dixon, how you start off your podcast with all that information? I just want you to know, I decided to look good for you, but I also want to look good for Lyle, who is our guest today from ClassLink. Listen, some of you can't because you're going to be listening. I was able to uh, uh, partner with some of those reps uh, in the Southern uh, area and they gave me a ClassLink shirt. I love the heart. It says learning... I'm not gonna say that I need to steal the idea or anything like that, but I actually love this uh sh- shirt, just FYI. Uh, but we're excited about having this um podcast for you. Again, you know what Bloxy does, but some of our customers, if you are not familiar, uh, we also integrate. Uh, with ClassLink, some of you are rostering your classes. You're using it for a single sign-on um, for uh, your your classes, and so that you can easily bring in your students. And I thought that it would just be a great idea. To you know, why not bring in some of our um, partners <clears throat> that we use for our solution. And uh, I met Lyle at uh, Brainstorm Dells, Wisconsin, or maybe it's Ohio, but I think it's Wisconsin. There's uh, one in Ohio and there's one in Wisconsin. We met in Wisconsin. Okay. So Wisconsin, listen, that was kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been in Mississippi for, for a nice period of time and I never had to get into an airport where someone had to come and knock the snow off of the (laughs) wings of the plane and then the road has the little tracks in it so that uh when the plane goes down it's not slipping on the ice I thought that was very fun but uh and someone would probably say a little scary too I'm sorry for those who have a, a, a fear of Uh, flying. I may have made that worse than what it should have been. But (laughs) nevertheless, listen, I brought my friend in. We've been talking about this at least for about a year or so, trying to get him in. And so I'm glad to have him here. Again, he's from ClassLink. Uh, Laura, welcome to the show. Uh, Introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do, where you live and all that kind of goodness. Just let them know uh, a little bit about you. And uh, yeah, we well, thank you for being here. I wish I awesome. had like the little hand clap. Uh, I need to upgrade that to get like the little button marker. Sound effects, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to have uh, the sound effects, great. but but anyway. But welcome to the show again. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Ernest. It's a great <laughs> to be here. It's good to see you again. Thank you for having me. Boy, yeah, I'm Lyle Day, and I work with uh, I work for ClassLink. I'm in sales for ClassLink. I handle a lot of the states in the Midwest Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, North and South Dakota, Indiana, Iowa. So, uh, seven states, I think that is. I was a history teacher, not a math teacher. So, I think that's seven states. <laughs> but, uh, hey, and
0: by the way, you've got better ClassLink swag than I, I do. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm so grateful yeah, I'm great. maybe I need to send you stuff. They had him at the table and then when they, they was like, we don't want to we don't, don't want to take this back. And so and I loved uh, the TV that they had or the monitor. They were able to put it in a case and he was like, this is my carry-on. I said, we have to get a whole UPS box to ship our TV uh, back. But uh, they didn't want to carry some of the swag. I was like, hey, I'm having a podcast with Lyle. I think it would be good to have some gear. So I got my socks on, which I sh- uh, forgive me, Bloxy. I think I wear class link socks more than I wear my Bloxy socks. They are so cool and they're so comfortable. I love my Bloxy socks. Don't get me wrong, but this is just—I uh, mean, the design in, in, in the polka dots. I mean, you just—you can't—you can't beat it, and especially when you wake up and you're working virtual, um, or even going out to conferences. I uh, sometimes I put on my Bloxy shirt and have my class link socks on to let people know that we're not separate, but that we're together. So it's just a good representation, don't you think? absolutely no absolutely and And, uh so so even even in your position uh uh tell us about your role your responsibilities and and what do you do there
1: yeah i'm in sales so i basically I'll, i'll reach out i'll reach out to people we also put on a lot of sessions and we we really we sell based on the the district's needs out there we're not trying to push product on people We really try and find out what people need. If there are issues, what are their issues? And if there are issues that we can handle, then we work to get a meeting together and then that's usually when the magic happens. So it's a wonderful spot to be in Ernest. I've been in ed tech sales probably for the last 20 or so years. I was a history teacher before that. I'm fortunate that everywhere I've been has been a wonderful place to work at, but I really feel uh, doubly uh, honored to be here because It is a a company that the product works, and you know as well as I do, as well as the people out there in the podcast that, hey, if a product works, word spreads fast. If a product doesn't work, it spreads faster. So really, we lean on our existing clients to help sell the product. Once we educate them on how we may be able to help them, we say, all right, look, listen, reach out to the local school district right next door and Ask them what their experience was. Did we do what uh, the, does the products do what we said it would do? How is the support after the sale and all that stuff? So it's, it's really been a wonderful place to be at.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that. What, what, what is Classly for those who may have never heard of uh, the name? Now I have to have, well, not that I don't know, but I'll tell you uh, before uh, moving to Blanxi, Uh, I was in the technology department serving Mm -hmm. as uh, one of our technology specialists um, and um, we had had uh, Clever. And then there was something that came up about ClassLink and I'm not saying that it was called ClassPage at some point, but there was a few different things that we were uh, kind of getting introduced to. Um, And shamefully, um, shamefully, I was like, "We already got clever. There's no need to be looking at anything else." Tell us what is classing.
1: Yep, a oh, great question. Thanks, Ernest. Yeah. Really, it depends on depends on your role in the in the in the school district. So, uh-huh. if you're a curriculum person, if you're an ed- if you're a teacher, classroom teacher, you're going to be interested in the SSO. So, the students would log into a web based portal. The districts can brand that web based sign in portal. Once they sign in they're taken to their launch pad, that one screen with all the applications that that person needs. So if I sign in as a second grader and I am a second grader that has remediation tools that I need, then when I sign in, all those tools specific to me will be there. And by the way, I don't need my school district issued device. I can sign in from grandma's house. I can sign in from my my uncle's house. I can sign in from wherever I am and still have that same experience and access to all the applications. So SSO and easy access for the students and teachers. For leadership, we provide analytics. Uh, You know, hey, who's using what? How often things are being used? If I'm the curriculum coordinator and I want to teach math in, let's say, reform or whatever the style is that you want to teach or philosophy that you want to teach math, I want to make sure that the tools that we need them to use are being used. And if they're not being used, who's not using them? We can provide that type of information, as well as return on investment. Hey, we purchased 500 seats of uh, Pearson Reading Street. How many of those licenses are actually being used? Is it one student logging in, you know, a million times? So it looks like we're getting great use. No, it's one kid logging in a lot. The other 499 seats are going unused. So it's a really nice tool to do that, and then. Also, from a supplemental standpoint, if you're paying for something that's not necessarily core and it's, you know it's 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 nice to have, but it's not critical. If only half of the licenses are being used next year, do you want to continue to purchase all those when it's a supplemental product? Hey, let's whittle that down and take that savings and apply it somewhere else. So from leadership and budget, we can provide analytics. And then on the back end side, for the true technologists in the school district. We can help with automation. So the creation of a new student comes into the district. How do you get all those applications out to that student? We take care of that with a tool called Roster Server. When a new student or a new teacher comes in, how do you get them and how do you create their internal Google, AD, or Azure account? We can take care of that with a product called OneSync. And on the flip side, just as well, a teacher resigns, how do you deprovision that account? A student mm-hmm. leaves the district, how do you deprovision that? Or name changes, duplications, all of those type of things. All the magic that happens behind the curtain, we can take care of and we do it in a secure, cyber secure uh, way. And then lastly, we have a parent portal. We can replicate that experience that we provide for your students, for your staff, for your teachers. The parents sign in and then they have access to all the things that that school district wants them to log into. So maybe it's an application to collect school fees, athletic fees, book fees, or whatnot. And, and so that's what we do. We have uh, one other product called the Public Portal. And for states that have um, student data privacy laws that have come into play, which many of them have in the Midwest, mm-hmm. for instance, Illinois has just implemented something a couple of years ago called SOPA. And then Minnesota just implemented new student data privacy laws last summer. Uh, and many of those requirements require the school districts to list who's using what, you know, what type of applications are being used by who, and then privacy, uh, privacy information, privacy uh, data that's associated with each one of those applications. And that has to be made available to the constituents of the school district. So I know that was kind of long-winded, but that's, that's no. what we do.
0: <laughs> well, I'm thank- thankful for sharing, sharing that. Uh, which is going to pose me to my next question. Customers who, so, you you know, Chris Boxy has several competitors. What would be, uh, or just name a few of your competitors and, or people who compare you to, you know, your your software to them. And what would you say to those? Again, because I was in a mindset that I didn't want anything else, but if I had reached out or if someone were, were to sway me to make the switch, what would be the selling point there to make that switch?
1: Yep. Well, we, Clever, Clever definitely comes up quite a bit and they're, they're a fine company, Um, you know, at what they do, they're a fine company, Uh, but that is definitely a company that comes up in the conversation quite a bit. And I would say, you know, we uh, do a, a, a number of things that all come together. So, All those things that I just talked about before, the single sign-on, the analytics, the account provisioning, the creation of your vendor accounts, the parent portal, the public portal, all of those things come together. And so there is no a la carte. If you come on board, when districts do come on board, they don't roll all of those things out at once. And in some districts may not roll out all of them uh, along the way, regardless. They may just roll out two or three of those tools. But... If they decide to down the road, all of those tools will be there for them, and there is no additional cost. I think the, the product yeah. itself, mm-hmm. Ernest, go oh, ahead, sorry.
0: No, I, I was going to piggy or kind of jump in and just tell you that one of my favorite things that I love about it, and I'm not saying that um, Clever does it because I think my kid actually rosters um, into his iPad with Clever, but I love the lunch pad. That you guys have, Uh, I just like the clean visibility of it for the kids, and what that looks like. It's it looks a little bit more friendly uh, for use uh, for those students to be able to use it for single sign on. I I really enjoy that.
1: Yeah, we really went after that experience. Ernest, that you know whether you like it or not, people are staring at their phones nonstop. That's kind of the experience we were going for. So, you know, on your phone, you have all the applications that are specific to you and. Mm the ones that you need to log into, you can log in, you know, facial, you can log in with the finger, you can log in with the code, you can log in. And that's the experience we were going for. And uh, I think one of the other differentiators for ClassLink earnest is um, the service. Now, granted, I know I work for the company, but that's where I say, reach out to the, reach out to the existing clients, the existing clients will tell you what that experience has been like. So the service is outstanding. And then also, what we do to ensure cybersecurity? So we take security, cybersecurity, very seriously, uh, and we suggest you ask other vendors as well. What are you doing to make sure that the data we're sending you doesn't put us in more jeopardy than we already are? So the company does a wonderful job of of uh, ensuring that we're doing our due diligence to keep uh, keep everybody safe. And that information can be found on the ClassLink website page, www.classlink.com, and then go to the security tab, and all of that information is there. I always joke, if you can't fall asleep some night, if the melatonin's not working for you, uh, go to that website, uh, read all the things that we do, and you'll be counting it. sheep and and Zs in, in a matter of no time.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, I mean we're at the coffee break. Are you having coffee or are you having tea? What are you drinking in there?
1: I am, I am, and I'm getting I'm drinking it out of a, a cup that I bought my wife. This thing is awesome, Ernest. It's, it's an huh? ember. This thing will keep your coffee hot and it'll keep it hot for it's not just a normal therm uh uh thermal cup, it, it has a heater in there, so it'll keep it hot. And it's wow. nice. Yeah. Nice. I bought it for her, but I use it all the time. I don't know how <laughs>
0: You should share that link with me later on so I can see if I want to go buy me one or something like that. I will, I will. Yeah, This is, <laughs> this
1: is, regular, coffee. This is regular coffee, just uh a Folgers Black Silt.
0: Folgers? Yeah. You know, I, I'm not trying to date you or anything like that, but my mom and grandpa would drink Folgers and I'm just like, no. no, you know, and she even has the instant packs she yeah. warms the water on the stove, in the kettle. I mean, I'm really probably dating her at this point. Um, but she she warms it up on the kettle and the whistle goes off and then she pours it in and then she takes the instant if she's not brewing it in the coffee maker herself. And I'm just like, you know what? No, but I'm guilty. There, in my college days, there were some days where that's the only thing that was available. So I drunk Folgers as well. Matter of fact, I had all the flavors from the colombian which is one of my favorite. like i think colombian that that has to be the the best brand in my opinion it's not too light it's not too dark uh you can add some of your other creamer and, and sugar if you would like or not and it's just mild enough that uh it's it's just it gives you the right perfect balance uh to have that coffee as a taste and I should have had my coffee cup, Forgive me coffee up, uh, you know, my, my people who watch and listen, uh, my mom bought me this. And I was like, you know, I, it, and the reason why I have not I'm sorry that it's, it's not showing great, um, uh, 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 frequency, uh, because of the, um, back wall, but anyway, it says hello sugar and, and it has some kisses on it. And I was like, mom, you, you had to this is what you decide to get me for valentine's day but you know i'm not <laughs> mom don't get me when you come and listen to the the podcast but it's it's huge like i could put three period cups of coffee yeah. in this in this and so i love it for that reason because i don't want to keep getting up to go and refill it after about three gloves the, the the coffee is gone so i i got it now technically there are Bloxy cups with my nice little bit emoji on it for coffee break and shout out to the team for crazy those. No, so uh but i decided to carry my mom's uh uh cup uh near see. and dear to the heart Ernest. that's what yeah, I you know just just carry it today um now i also checked out you guys uh twitter which is a great resource for people to kind of check out too and i saw that you guys uh um Classlink is the winner of three tech learning uh best awards in primary education secondary education and higher education i wrote a question down and and, and this is what i wrote first of all congratulations on that this is where i should have uh pressed the sound effect button but <clears throat> i this is, this is where, where my kind of mind kind of went with that. And, and you kind of shared this kind of er, already earlier on, but simplify this in a way for our listeners uh, who are not so techie to understand this. At the end of the day, ClassLink makes schools better. Why? From a
1: student teacher perspective, kids can log in. We take that guesswork out of where do I need to go to log in? We take the guesswork out of, which tools do I need to log into? And then we also take the guesswork out of, how do I log into it? So if you're at home and the teacher's not readily available through email or uh, video chat, you know, I'm not sure what to log into. Well, if you log in through ClassLink, there is no doubt. If it's on your launchpad, that one pane of glass, you should be using it. So that's really the primary reason we're in this, is to help the kids end, end game, right? Easy access, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what you're logging in from.
0: Now, you're a former educator, as you said, and so am I. I'm a former uh, teacher. And what's interesting that I should share, maybe me and just go into this subject, but I actually, I also, uh, to. I uh, have my uh, specialist in social studies and I also have it in English, um, so ELA. And so, um, yes, leaving the classroom or in the edu- the K-12 through and going into this role, what were some uh, components or what are some things that you're grateful for in this position that you're in that you saw was a need for when you were in the classroom? I think you know
1: well first, I wasn't a loaded question so I should tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I was in the classroom so long ago was probably 20 years ago now, so the technology needs have definitely changed. but I, I think uh, you know I'm I'm thankful to be in this position because you still you went into education, I went into education mm-hmm. to affect people in a positive way, right And you know you're where you are right now, I'm where I am and I' and I'm sure you're thankful. Well, we can still help people indirectly. Uh, with what we're doing, so I firmly believe that the ClassLink tool and the tools and the, and uh, what we bring to the table help kids in the end game, and really that's one of the things I take great pride in. Is you know we're selling, we're making a living, yep, yeah, as you did when you were ma- t- teaching, but yeah. we're also helping people, you know, indirectly, not as directly as you were before or I was before, but indirectly. I like to think that we're affecting people in a positive way. So uh, I'm thankful for that.
0: I I would have to agree. I think what sparked <clears throat> my interest um, about joining Bloxy was some of those components that the product provides. And I was able to oversee that in our district um, where uh, student safety was um, not a big issue. But I would tell you that the student safety component a part of Bloxy help save some um some suicide attacks or notices also uh, just kind of gave us some more visibility of what was actually going on in the classroom you think putting a device in each you know someone's hand and even with the teacher dashboard that we provides that provide uh, those tools and enhancements to kind of monitor and maybe restrict some things that they're doing but those jokers still find a way to um maybe open up their Google chat and send uh, send a message. And I didn't know how big students were about uh, messaging via uh, their Gmail. And so then getting a chance to see that someone may have possibly sent something that was toxic to someone via Gmail, I was like the nerve. And so uh, when I had to make the career change, I knew that I wanted to do something that would be uh, um, fulfilling And so I'm very grateful of uh, having the opportunity to serve in this position um, and still be able to serve that district and other districts that I came out of. So that's kind of one of the reasons uh, what I uh, or the reason why I joined the company uh, to kind of make that change and make that impact. Absolutely. I'm grateful for it. if you the younger you, let's just say the younger you, what what would be something else that you would uh, or another occupation that you had maybe dreamed of, of, of doing that maybe you didn't get a chance to do? What, 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 what would that be? And outside what,
1: of base, outside a baseball player or, or basketball player, I think, uh, uh, you know, I was always interested in, in firefighting. I think I have a number of buddies that are firefighters, uh, I'm, I'm in Milwaukee and they are Milwaukee firefighters and huh? they loved it. They loved, uh, they're retired now. That's another thing. They were, they retired early, uh, but they absolutely love uh what they were doing and i always admired them and and was uh you know really admired them for that that they could say that they love going to work every day i something i've always been interested in i don't think i could probably make it through all the science but you know a cousin of mine is an orthopedic surgeon and that he's more on the athletic side i'm into athletics as well and and it's all about you know the repairs and things due to athletic injuries and just or maybe everyday life injuries but a lot of them are nursing them back so they can perform in everyday life or on the in the athletic competition so those things have always been of interest to me uh as well as a athletic director i think was something that i always was interested in in possibly doing but uh yeah there's a lot of things i tell my kids talk to as many people as you can ask them what they do ask them how they like it. And if they could, just like you asked, if they could, what would you, what would you do different? Would you do anything different? Would you go into what you were doing now again, knowing what you know now? So those are all the things that I, I always talk to my boys about in considering, Hey, what do I want to do for the rest of my life?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a biggie about that. Um, my youngest, uh, is in soccer now, but I saw him kick a goal the other day. And I was like, you know what? I was scared for him to go and play football. So maybe not actually, you know, be in the huddle for tackle, but I I never thought about saying, Hey, you may should consider, you know, let's get it, get you in some kicking lessons for the field goal kick. And when you come of age and there's a need for a field goal kicker, um, to definitely see if that's an option. So, uh, I'm kind of excited and, and he's he's also musically talented and so we're expanding we're not limiting him we're i would right. i always say we're stretching your creativity and your innovation whatever you you know think that you now don't stretch my bank account please <laughs> oh my gosh I, I just have never met I, I, I don't know this this day and age things are definitely a little bit more expensive than it was when we grew up i had to have a conversation with my mom the other day and say listen how don't you do this as a single parent you raised six kids on your own and god I bless thought, her yeah god bless yeah, her i felt like whatever we decided to do she still supported us there were choir trips and everything else nephew comes home with a slip and's like we need seventy dollars for uh the uniform i'm like what and then i got to take it to the dry cleaners uh, every every you know month because you got a performance just about every month and so i had a moment i was like mom how would you do this and so uh, she just kind of gave me a few tips and, and and things like that so I don't know just kind of giving her a shout out and to everyone you know who who are out there doing it keep doing it because you're you're uh it's it, it's not just making a change in your life it's making change in others we do watch we i think we're people we're creatures of habit and so yeah. we do watch what other people can do and some people gleam I should say from those things that they watch and learn. Now, now, you know, again, I, I did my research and, and and I wrote my questions out and everything like that. You did a webinar back uh in January and you were having a conversation um with uh Amy McLaughlin, mm-hmm. uh, who is a cybersecurity project director. Yep. And you mentioned cybersecurity also here um, um in the conversation you mind just sharing your thoughts about cybersecurity, especially as it deals with our younger people who are in the school district?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, this obviously is not going away. It's only going to become more of a factor in you know, the school districts. If you think about it, you know, a small school district, let's say you have two or 300 kids that, you know, I think most people would consider that a small school district. But from a computer standpoint, that's a decent sized business, two or 300 computers. And so, districts have to do their due diligence to make sure that uh, they're protecting their data, they're protecting their infrastructure, because school districts can come to a, a screeching halt if somebody with uh, not good in, uh, intentions is able to, to crack crack in and, and get control of things, even through perhaps a smart light bulb. So, your HR department, the ability for you to cut checks, the ability for you to c- control the lights, or your grade books, all the computers, certainly, those things can all come to a screeching halt. And it really puts school districts at a, a disadvantage and in an in really inconvenient way. And no time is a good time, but it always seems like it's the most inconvenient time for something like that to happen. So uh, there are a lot of things that you can be doing for cybersecurity. I'm not, I'm not a cybersecurity specialist, but when I do hear them speak, one of their main points is look there's a lot of things to do you're not going to be able to do all of them you're going to get overwhelmed the most important thing is to start and do something you know start on take that first step in ensuring that you're working towards a more secure setting in your school district so that's what i would say
0: i like that today is you know, Wednesday, of course, and people have called it hump day. Do you have like a favorite um, hump day uh, quote or, or uh, meme or anything like that? I I don't.
1: I, I don't. I mean, it's wintertime, and, and and it's usually in between games. So my kids play basketball in high school on wow. Tuesday and Fridays in, in in Wisconsin. We play, and the season's coming to an end. So his next game is going to be on Friday. So it's a, it's kind of, it is that hump day. It gets you over and then you start looking forward to those basketball games again, or whatever comes for the weekend. So I don't, I wish I did. I don't want to make anything up, but I
0: don't. Sorry. (laughs) Well, it's, it's hump day. And here's, here's, here's one for you. And I wrote this out. Um, It's hump day. So I think yesterday actually I had a great one yesterday, but I don't know, maybe I'm on the road. So hump day. uh, Well, yesterday I said, uh, you should spring forward; that. You shouldn't stop growing. Um, that um, as the spring kind of comes into play, not only do, or the or that you know flowers have their season where they they um, I'm not going to call it the dead season, but you know they sh- the leaves have fallen off the tree and so forth. And now uh, I would say they got their rest period, right? Um, but we know there are more scientific terms for it. But as this hump day and as we spring forward. Um, I would say forge your own path. It's another phrase that I even use at work about talking about um, controlling your own thermostat. It's from a quote from uh, Sean Covey, um, uh, the leader in me project, but the forging your own path comes from uh, making mistakes and owning up to those mistakes but learning from them and being the own author of your own story, so forge your own path, create your own history, um, and, and 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 learn from them. Don't get stuck in uh, in this day, in this hump day. Hey, we're almost there. It's almost the weekend. <laughs> you know, it's almost the weekend. I don't know what you have planned for the weekend, but it's almost the weekend. But don't give up. Keep going. Keep springing forward. Forge your own path. That's just that's just kind of like my. Um, my wins my wednesday wisdom how about that oh, amen oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> great great friends uh, if you again if you have not checked out um Uh, ClassLink, I definitely will suggest that you should kind of take a time and go and search it. Go and search what is ClassLink, and especially for those school districts who are getting ready for your renewals, you're looking for another product and how it works. I would tell you one of my favorite things that I love about it. Again, I love the lunch pads that the schools are able to create for where you're able to add those applications that are just specific for your school. And that single sign in is readily available for those students uh, for usage. The other part I love about it and how it works with Bloxy, Bloxy rosters your classes with utilizing class links. So the teachers have a role and you can simply go into our dashboard uh, uh, for the teacher dashboard, click on the uh, class link icon, and then you'll select your classes that uh, you have for the school year. Your students are automatically rostered to your Bloxy classes. You start, you're able to see their screens. I think that's some of the easiest uh, and quickest rostering that I've seen in a long time. The other part about that is that in the Bloxy teacher dashboard, we have a piece that's called the assessment. Portal. So the assessment portal allows teachers, one, to utilize uh, the features so that students can either be um, in a restricted or kind of what I would call the kiosk or a kiosk mode uh, to restrict them to a specific assessment or to a specific browser. With utilizing class link for your single sign-on, we're now eliminating, <laughs> I love this part here, distractions and sparking the curiosity. Why? Because all the distractions that are part of the um, wide word web or that you're able to access through your browser, those things are eliminated, right? And so utilizing our product that does not take them. You ever been in a class that I, I don't know where I'm at or I'm sorry, I have to make those noise. I've taught so many years <laughs> that when I give demonstrations, I started using the kids' voices, but um, they'll be like, I'm stuck. And I can't log in. What I love about using ClassLink for this component is that it's again, the applications are already on the lunch pads. And if you know your lunch pad um, URL, You can add that into the browser uh, on the Bloxy assessment uh, as an allowed URL. And also, we encourage uh, our teachers to also wildcard the domain of ClassLink. Uh, And so once the students or you're restricting those students to uh, an activity that needs the single sign-on for ClassLink, they click on it and it directs them to their, their portal for class link. They click a button and then boom, they're in there. They can open up a tab and uh, again, in our assessment preset, how it works is anything that's not a part of that lunch pad or anything that's not been allowed in the allowed URLs, it's restricted. The students don't have access to it. And so I use that a lot in uh, when I was in the classroom. It kept my students academically engaged. And later on, I was able to reap benefits of that because the classroom management process was at a top tier level that. They asked me to come in and help other educators who were struggling in that component. And that that just sparked a curiosity with some of you who are going to listen and be like, oh, we don't have that. We should have that. And and really, because we were at a conference uh, the other day. uh, Well, I say other day. I'm Southern. So other day could be last month. (laughs) <laughs> I, should, I should send y'all like a list of things that southern people say translation later. right yes translation. really truly uh because in the southern and we say in the south if we say we'll call you back later don't look for that call till maybe tomorrow or uh, or maybe a few days later like i'll call you back you probably are not going to get that call back <laughs> somebody's laughing at me but anyway back on, on what i was saying uh, about that uh, piece is that that allowed for my test scores to increase. And what we said at the conference is some people just, uh, either it's a funding, funding is an issue. And, and, and now I'll talk about that in just a second. I'll make sure I come back to it, funding, and how people or how others could pay for to use that to use uh class link services <clears throat> but funding is an issue just not educated some uh rural districts um again funding is allocated in how it meets uh, or, or what they better uh, see fits i talked to a school the other day who said they're just using google classroom and they thought that was their classroom management solution which in some cases that is a great class or classroom management solution but it's more of a learning management solution versus the classroom type of management co- uh, component. But Lau, talking about pricing, and I know you can't give out any specific numbers or anything like that. But how could uh, those listeners uh, who are trying to check this out, my other tech directors, who may hop in, and and, and again, we we service at, uh, at least. 400, 500 plus school districts uh, here at Bloxy. And we may have a tech director who's going to come in and check out this podcast. What does that look like, the funding?
1: Sure. So pricing wise, we're we're tiered up. So depending on on the size of the district, we charge on a user. And in our world, a user is a full-time student and a full-time classroom teacher. That's who we charge for, um, And then the rest of the people in the school district, your parents, your uh, paraprofessionals, your volunteers, anybody affiliated with the school district, including, let's say, the bus drivers or the people in the lunchroom, whoever it is, can operate off of that one spot, that one place to go to for their applications at no additional charge. We charge for a full-time student and a full-time instructional teacher um so that's that's how we charge and then we're we're stepped out we have site-based licenses and then there are cutoffs at various student pop- or user populations five thousand and below and then it let it, it keeps stepping
0: up thanks for sharing that and 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 i know i've i've heard this term ELSSER funds or what? What type? Esser, of yeah, yeah, Esser
1: funds, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those are funds that have been used uh, in the last six months to nine months or so. I would say Esser one, two, and three. Class link is es- is Esser eligible? That's a tongue tongue twister. Esser eligible, yeah, for sure, absolutely.
0: Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Speaking of that, any good books that you read lately? Any any good books that you want to uh, share or recommend?
1: Well, you know you funny you mentioned the history and after you said that I I remembered we had this conversation, I was former history teacher too, and I I just got done reading it's a two volume. uh, uh, series on Hitler by Ian Kershaw and it was it was really good if you're into that type of history, it went into from his childhood, all the way through to the to the very end and it was uh, it was really well written in my humble opinion I enjoyed it, it was great.
0: And, and what about any personal or professional um, uh, um, uh, plans or goals for the for this school? year? Uh, well, yeah, for this for this year. This is twenty twenty three. Do you have any professional or personal goals? What's your What's your next? I guess if, if I could, yeah. if I had to no. limit it or or specific? No, that's a, that's a
1: great question. You know, that's, you know, with COVID, all these things that have happened, you know, the past three years or so, everybody's kind of. Uh, march to, to their own beat, and some things uh, I think have have come to the to the top in terms of importance and things. And I'm going to try and be more present. So uh, in whatever I'm doing. So if I'm at uh, my my kids' basketball game, I'm going to enjoy it, right? I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to try and be present there and not let my mind wander as to what I need to get done and all these other things. And I think that's really. I've been doing that, I've been trying to focus on that, and I think a lot of people are doing that as well, and, and uh, yeah. uh, I'm thankful to be on that path. Professionally, I just think, continue to do what I do. Unfortunately, I can say I enjoy what I do, I enjoy going to work every day, and I I, I unfortunately don't think a lot of people can say that. Some can, and I think uh, more than not, maybe can't. I I can, and I'm happy to say that, and, and uh, that's what yeah. I, professionally just to continue doing what I'm doing and try and reach out and help as many districts as as I can with the solutions that we provide.
0: If you could have coffee with one person, one one historical figure, who would you choose? This coffee break so I had to bring it back. I had to pull the coffee back. That's a tough that's a tough one. You know that's a, <laughs> one. that's a tough one. I would I, there's
1: so many people you would want yeah. to. So yeah. Uh, I think maybe Einstein. I think uh, I like I like music, so I think maybe Jim Morrison, uh, maybe Ro- Teddy Roosevelt, uh, some historical figures, maybe maybe uh, uh, Jesus. Who do you know? Who knows? There are a lot of people out there that you'd love to have, have coffee with. Uh, my grandparents. Yeah, people like you know, people you know, people that are famous, people that aren't, people that are well known. Uh, I I I couldn't limit it to one or just I'd have a whole arena full of people drinking coffee. I, 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 yeah. How about you?
0: Um, I this would be a weird one, but not really in the sense. I think I would be afraid to hear his voice, to be honest with you, because we've heard it so so much. But I, I'm 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 a minister. I'm a man of of the gospel, and so uh, because we just kind of left from Black History Month, I would want to hear Dr. Martin Luther King. Absolutely, um, we've yeah. heard heard and read several of his pieces. Um, my um, son has come home, and we have just about every passage uh, for the month of February had been in the you know just kind of reemphasizing uh, some of the history, but. Um, just his his brain, his his thought, which we again we've read, but uh, everyone, as some you you everyone has some part, whether it's your your personal life or your uh, professional life. There's some spark of, of change that you want to uh, ex- experience or exude. What what made him? You know, uh, um, what how, you know? Did you wake up one morning and this is just what you decided that? You're going to do, is it a part of your um, your ministry? You know, he again, he was a minister. Did, did, did God, you know, send him this on as an assignment? You know, uh, what was that reason? So coffee with him, because I feel like that conversation would be so intrigued. And then I think if I heard his voice, i probably just slide, slide down and hide it because he has one of the most distinct and and, and sort out voices that we've heard, uh, in this in this generation, in my opinion. Yeah, no, no uh, doubt. And, and
1: and you know the thing that strikes me about that is is he comes across as charismatic on on film, right? And if yeah. that if he, if people, in my humble opinion, if you come across as charismatic on a on a Zoom call or on a you know in our, in an interview on TV, what I you know how powerful are you in person, right? Yeah. Like that's got to just hit you like a ton of bricks when you, you know, if you were physically right there with them and you could, you could feel that charisma alive. Yeah. That, that would be something. It would be that, something. That,
0: he, he would be. And of course there are others, but I, I think that because in my, like I say, in my role in ministry, um, because I, that, I feel that that is a calling, but he went above his calling and it, it, it's kind of make you think, you know, are you doing enough? Are you doing your part? Um um for all men to be kind I I believe that's how the Lord uh designed the 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 world um for it to be equal and there shouldn't be no separate and all this kind of things and so I don't know I, that's just a good conversation I've always thought if I had to have coffee with someone he's definitely someone and I would probably give him a cup of Columbia coffee <laughs> 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 as well. But he would probably be. What would be an old coffee at that time? My mom would probably knock me out because I think she kind of drunk. Is that is Maxwell in the Maxwell room? Maxwell yeah. cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she would probably want to have that Maxwell, and then you know you can't have that Maxwell. You have that Folgers, of course. But um, I don't know, Ernest.
1: Have you ever had Greek coffee? Have you ever had Greek Greek coffee? No. Greek gonna have to check it out because when, when i was a kid my parents would have people over and yeah. my mom would make greek coffee and greek coffee is served in a smaller cup it's thick it's thick it's it's strong like espresso but it's really thick like mud and you drink it and what they would do the the older ladies at the time they would turn that cup upside down they would put it on the saucer they would wait and the grains, that it was like mud at the bottom of the cup. And at, after you were done, you turn it upside down. The grains would fall on the side of the cup. They'd let it dry. They'd turn the cup over, and then they'd read your fortune. So, yeah, it's good. Cool. You have to try it. It's really good. If, if, you, like, if you like espresso, you, you'll like this. But you're probably going to have to add a little touch of sugar. It's really strong.
0: My CEO loves his... Uh... Um uh espresso. He talks about yeah. it all the time. I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and I like espresso. I don't have an espresso machine, but and don't get me for this, all my coffee listeners and everything like that. And, and this is weird, and, and I'm sorry, I, I'm gonna say it, but Matt Cafe has um the best Colombian blend so far. I, I don't know what I like about it, but I I get that Matt Cafe Colombian blend, put it in that Keurig, And I've tried the donut shop. I love, I mean, it's okay. Um, I've I've used the Starbucks coffee. You got to go to Starbucks just to get coffee. I, I just feel like you can't brew it the right way at the house. That's just my thoughts. Um, Dunkin' Donuts, because I lived in New York. There's about a Dunkin' Donut on every corner, seriously. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> I am just I'm I'm one of those. I'm just like, um uh yeah but the Met cafe i could brew it here at the house and i'm 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 good like when i'm out of it i'm angry (laughs) (laughs) you you have to get it before you get the headache the headache starts right well and and i probably should limit my um consumption of it but i truly truly uh enjoy uh the matt cafe colombian blend of coffee so i, I don't know that's just kind of one of my things um about it but i'm i'm getting ready to um open up an event center that's going to have a coffee shop in it so i'm nice. doing some testing and some things and trying out um a few different coffees and, and what we're going to definitely put on the menu so we shall we shall see uh for my coffee listeners i'll have a few more blends <laughs> And, and a few more, uh, maybe recipes. That would be nice to add a few more, um, what you could add or-, or Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Unto the coffee break. Yeah. Come up my with mind. your own. Come up with the earnest. Yeah. That's it. Well, listen, my brother just stopped by uh, Starbucks uh, uh, um, before he came to steal some ties out of my um, out of my drawer. And um, they have regular caramel, but they they ran out. And so they gave him dark caramel. Um, for his Frappuccino. And he said that he really enjoyed it because it took away some of the sweetness um, of it. And I was like, huh? So I told him I could of tried that. So now I'm interested in going to go get that dark caramel to see if it's bitter or or or, or what intrigues the palate. It's kind of what it reminds me of. Um dark chocolate I'm a fan of dark chocolate like the milk chocolate fine have that all you want yep. I love me a good dark chocolate bar I mean you ever want to buy me a gift and send it I mean don't send it through the mail by the time it comes to me it's going to be melted and everything but I love a good dark chocolate um uh, Ernest
1: they even say that dark chocolate's supposed to be good for you so eat as much of it as you want that's what <laughs> I want that's my <laughs>
0: I'm gonna try it out. I really am. Now, for somebody who's starting, uh, in, in you know, out in their career, even in your field of work, what's some advice that you would give them?
1: I would say seek you know seek advice from people that uh, that you admire, or or figure out the people that you should go to and and ask ask questions ask questions ask questions. I think it's. Uh, there's nothing wrong in saying you don't know. Uh, in yeah. fact, I think people probably appreciate that that you don't know. They'll help you, or at least they know you're not, you're not going to give them the wrong answer. Figure out the answer, get them the answer, and, and learn that way. But I would say ask questions and uh, seek advice. Ask as many people for their advice and insight as you
0: can. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that, and uh, thank you for giving that answer. Uh, if there's one question, we're wrapping up. If there's one question that you wished uh, I asked you, uh, what would it be and how would you answer?
1: Um, this is hard. Boy, that's, boy, that's a tough point. That's ah. a tough point. A, uh, God, that's a, that'd probably be more on the personal side. You know, what are you most proud of? Proud of? Uh, I think, you know, my family, my family, my wife, my kids, my brother, my sisters, my mother and father. Uh, the family that I came from, the family that uh, I've created, all good people, all people that uh, I think take other people into consideration and 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 try and uh, when people say my father's name or my son's name, my wife's name, they uh, I think that they think good things if that's a people person that's a person that cares about other people. Um, so that's I think that's what I would say.
0: like that. Are you on social media? Work is there? Is there a way for listeners to find you online?
1: Yeah, I'm on Twitter uh, at Lyle Dadian, uh, and then I'm also on LinkedIn as well. Absolutely. So yep, just type in, do a search, Lyle L Y L E last name Dadian D A D I A N, and and I'll pop up. I'm sure. In my pictures, I have more hair. So I got to tell you. In my pictures, I have more hair. In fact, I was gonna say I think something's wrong with my my cam my camera camera <laughs> my hair doesn't look as thick as it is nor it's just, <laughs> i can't even get a comb through my hair normally but it looks thin here so i don't hey, know it, what
0: it, it looks it look good to me i i i i'm grateful uh for the picture but i i took the one off of leaked there and i put it on it but you but but Hey, we're, we're so glad to have you. We're grateful for your attendance here. Listen, everyone, make sure that you go and follow Alow online. He's giving you his Twitter page, and he's also giving you his uh, LinkedIn. Go and follow him, especially those who are interested in knowing a little bit more about the ClassLink uh, page. I even encourage you to go and follow um, uh, ClassLink on Twitter. I'm a follower of ClassLink on Twitter, so make sure that you go and get those numbers up. Get those numbers up. And if you have any interest of using the ClassLink link product or bloxy feel free to reach out to any of us and at the end of the day you guys we, we hope that each of you will begin each day with a grateful heart and that you will smile a little bit more on behalf of bloxy hey eliminate distractions and spark curiosity i'm your host your uh neighborhood friend your your favorite smile your go-to boy Ernest, and it's been a pleasure of uh having this coffee break with you on uh this great hump day, this good Wednesday. Um, if you're not a fan of Disney Plus, but I I would say everyone is. Uh, There's a new episode streaming tonight, The uh, Mandalorian. I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan or anything like that, but hey, it's Wednesday. Go out there to Disney Plus and check that out. And I know that I will be. So until next time, which we should be back at this thing on next week, we will see you next week at 11 Central Standard Time. Until the next time, peace and love, everybody. Have a good evening.
1: Ernest, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you,
0: Love, Thank you so much. We really enjoyed having you a part of our podcast today, and uh, we send classic and you peace and blessings.
1: It was wonderful to be here. Thanks. Have a great rest of the week, everyone. You too.